This episode of the Cubecast is brought to you by Damien O'Neill. He says, get Tom a new mic. Love the show, dudes. Your chum from Oz, Toast. Welcome to episode 16 of the CubeCast podcast for March 7th, 2011. My name is Andrew King, like always. And here with me, like always, is Tom Barlow. Tom, what's up? Yeah. Oh, okay. When's, <laughs> when's, uh, it's been two weeks since we last talked? Yeah. Like yeah. usual. <laughs> what's Not much mean? has happened, really. Um, my parents just asked me what I want for my birthday, and I was like, um, I don't know. What should I get? Uh, what do you, a new computer maybe? <laughs> nah, I can't ask them for that. What it's about a new too- microphone? <laughs> oh, oh. Actually, I could do that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like 50 bucks with shipping. Oh, actually, no, I want a camera. <laughs> oh, you little... I, I should ask for a camera instead. <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, with the donations, you remember from last episode, we're actually yeah, kind of yeah. close. Yeah. So you better uh, get, pull some cash... Yeah. Uh, oh, I've got cash. It's fine. Then why don't why don't you buy it now? I mean, I need to find one. <laughs> so, when's your birthday? Um, how how come you don't know already? I'm offended. You should know my birthday. I don't. It's not my <laughs> thing. <laughs> my bad. I don't really care anymore. Um, it's on the same day as David Warner and Robert Smith. And I, some other people. Like, there's loads of Cubans who share the same birthday, and it's on the same day as mine. Oh, which day is that? Guess. March. Yeah, that's a good guess March so far. March 11. Close. 12. Yeah, there you go. Oh, nice. How old are you, Tony? Like, 21, 22? <laughs> That'd be optimistic. <laughs> 23, man. 23? Really oh. Like, Damn. What do you mean, damn? It's 23. It's not that old. Yeah, someone did say in the shop today while I was there, like, oh, you're just a baby. I was <laughs> like, come on. No, like a... Yeah. Early Guess time. what I've been up to, though. <laughs> well, go on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get flamed for this. It's not StarCraft. It's a little Sh- bit into World of Warcraft. Oh, nope. I know. Well, I don't know. Like, I've never really played it, and I have friends who play it. And they seem to get along all right. Pembo plays it. He's not really that addicted. But, like, if you don't have self-control, you'll get, your life will get consumed by the game. It's not even funny. Yeah, so... Yeah, but there's only a select few who don't have that. I never really cares about them anyway. All they do is play Warcraft all day. You don't really have to yeah. deal with those. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, so... Um, remember uh, when I... When I went to take a quick restroom break and uh, you guys were talking behind my back. So, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hurt my feelings. Why? What were you saying? It's, it's not like I 100% don't know what's going on oh, in the show. You mean yeah, last with the, episode. yeah, with them, with Eric, <laughs> huh? 
you know, sometimes I might, you know, sometimes feign stupidity just to get a conversation going. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Why do you sound so sarcastic? No, man? no. No, it's, it's good that to explain stuff to you, everyone else gets to know. But, you know, it'd be nice if you knew what things like EG were. EG is a two-by-two two method. Yeah, good. Congratulations. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'd clap for you if I could, but I can't do it because I'm holding the mic. Well done. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean. You yeah, don't know bloody... Uh, uh, you know, thing. I don't know much about cubing, but I know enough to not be, like, completely clueless, I guess. Yeah, for sure. You but know, sometimes I, you know, kind of... Sometimes I just either... I kind of know about it, but I might as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've got to give you credit for learning how to do blind as well. That was quite cool. That was just for the show, and it was a pain in the butt. (laughs) Have you done it since? Uh, Like twice since my success. So I've had like half a dozen success. Half a dozen? Six? Successes. Uh, Yeah, so I, I maybe like, yeah, all 15 minutes, 20 minutes. That's nothing at all. I remember when I used to practice blind, I used to do like 12 solves a day. By the end of it, oh. like, yeah, like, your, um, your memo seems to get longer and longer. Because it's a lot harder, like, yeah. often I found that the first solve of the day was the quickest. I bet. That makes yeah. sense. Because your brain just gets fatigued after storing so much crap. Well, it's because I wasn't taking any breaks in between. Oh, that too, I guess. Um, that that you know that like with all the people who practice blind like especially for big cubers they can go like four or five cubes in a row and be okay yeah. it boggles yeah, my yeah. mind how I they can do, do like four or five cubes but it just it's really mentally draining for sure Starcraft two is mentally does. draining y'all man oh you should play a long you should play a thirty minute game where you have to keep up like two hundred actions per minute oh. I'd rather sleep. <laughs> I always feel like uh, taking a nap whenever I play a game like that. But yeah, um, let's keep going. There's a quick, I guess. I wasn't gonna stop. Oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. There's a, there's a listener question that I guess is only fits into this section before we introduce our guest. But uh, Yen Lang Zhang asks, "Who has been your favorite guest, excluding Frank Morris?" So. Far. Um, so, it's it's hard to say like favorite because everyone yeah. was different, and it's also hard to say favorite because you don't want to sound biased. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Like, I think Chris Harvick's episode was really fun because it was the like kind of the first time when we were getting used to, um, seeing how the show worked and stuff. Yeah. And just talking and um, like because I think Frank. I mean, you know, Felix's episode was kind of a little iffy. Because well, yeah, we were showing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, Chris was Chris is so easy to talk to that I think it kind of helped flow the show. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. It, it it's like sparked how the rest of the episodes went. So yeah, it was quite good. Probably Chris, I'd say. Not to say that like he, the other all the people. Other yeah, yeah. I think my top three in no particular order: Chris, Mike Huey, and a uh, Dan Cohen. Yeah, Mike Huey is fun. It was a long episode that was drained after that. <laughs> it was like a, two hours, 15 minutes? Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. I've really enjoyed talking to everyone. Yeah. Like, even um, Chris Bird, I thought that would go terrible. 
No, Chris Bird's a nice guy. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was cool. But yeah. um, I, I recall like a year ago or something, I had a go at him for something. But I couldn't remember what it was, and he refused to remind me before we did the show. <laughs> so it's probably why it went so smoothly. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, world record since the last episode. It's, I only have one written down, but were there any others? Um, I don't think so. Uh, just clock. Yes. As far as I know. Clock average 6.63 by Sebastian Pino or Pino? Pino? Yeah. You yeah. Know. Wasn't the world record like um, the single record slower than that just recently? I don't know. Not recently. Like, what um, is the what is the single record for for this? Like five point oh nine or something. Um, something. So. Apparently, he memorized the whole side on the fifth solve. Oh yeah, that was cool. No flip. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I've I've touched one clock in my life. I really want to learn how to solve one. I should get one. Oh, a clock's boring. Really? Yeah, it's it trivial. In, it looks interesting. I mean, like I at the, least want to solve it just to say I can, you know. Yeah, yeah be of course. With you it. know the you know the fifteen puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that though. It's kind of kind of like magic and kind of lame. Oh. Uh, so. Yeah. Once I don't you, know. it's like it's, one algorithm or two, and you pretty much got it. Oh, it's just one thing, and then you've got it. Like it's, I used to do clock, but I don't really do it anymore because. It's just not fun. It's not really a twisty puzzle. <laughs> if it, if you're comparing it to magic, then I don't know. We'll see. Maybe <laughs> if I have a lot of expendable cash. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So. Uh, Skub. Yeah. Good. No, Carry on. I'm not. Carry on. Skub. Screw that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Last episode's puzzler. It was fun. Did you get uh, it? Did I, you figure it out, Tom? I didn't try to get it. All right. So uh, let's read the puzzler. Create an equation with the following. 2, 3, 4, 5, a plus sign, and an equal sign. You may not use additional signs or numbers, and you must use all six. You didn't say the equation had to be valid? It had to be valid. Oh, my. It ha- of course it has to be valid. <laughs> That's a given. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, some people, you know, I had to, like, add more rules because some people were, like, trying to... You know, cheap their way into a puzzler win. Yeah. Because they would they would not use like a five or something. Yeah. And uh, or use two plus signs because they didn't read the rules or yeah. So, what's the answer, Tom? Um, I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> the answer's not even <laughs> written on here. <laughs> all right, the answer is all right. So the answer is four plus five. Equals three 20? squared. Oh, that's not cool. I never said they had to. All the numbers had to be the right size, the same size. No, no, but oh, that, that's so not cool, man. What are you talking about? It's a, uh, it's that's, completely uh, valid. It's using all well, all the numbers and signs. You sleep people, because it's like, you know, they they're not gonna think of using the power operator. That's exactly why it's a puzzler. You suck. That should be allowed. I'm going to complain. All right. So uh, complain if you want, Dan. The the winner's already chosen and it doesn't matter. So who's the winner, Tom? Well, I'd say, like, I'd um, send an email to the Cubecast thing, but I'd just end up reading it myself. 
<laughs> so be pointless. The winner is um, Mark Smith, also known as Toad. From the UK, and uh, congratulations to him. And uh, yeah, enjoy the Lubix Prize. It's going to be... What is it? Just some lube? Uh, oh, lube, like... uh, stickers, and uh, I forgot. I think it's one more thing, but yeah. Yeah, Pretty... nice. Anyway, uh, I guess we should move on to uh, the star of the show. Shall we, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Let's All introduce right. Frank Morris. Yeah, Frank Morris... Uh, all-around badass. He's got his own meme on, <laughs> as a speedcuber. Uh, he's got 15 North American records, 6 world records. Amazing guy. Frank Morris, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks. <laughs> hey, there you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are we all doing? Oh, same old, same old. I'm like chugging down uh, a double-shot Starbucks can so I can... <laughs> energy for the show i have an orange i'm gonna eat an orange uh i have some i have some water (laughs) okay okay that's even more hardcore than i am (laughs) i don't know i find tom's i just have an orange i find it funny for some reason Uh, it's a show of a cake what really some cake so uh frank it's been like what two years a year and a half since we've last talked yeah, yeah, oh, it's man. been a long time since uh, since Dusseldorf. Um, yeah, Dusseldorf. That's where we. That's yeah. That's where we were, right? Yeah, Wait, <laughs> Germany, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, been a long time. You have you and Tom have spoken? No, no, we've never met before. First. Right? Yeah, yeah, this is the first time. Oh, I've man. spoken to um. Do you know Clancy Cochran? Yes, very well. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, yes, yeah. That's right. um, I spoke to Clancy a few times, and um, he's spoken about you, so I know who you are and things. Yeah. Well, if you're into cubing at all, you know about Frank Morris, right? Right, Tom? Well, yeah, I guess so. It depends. Like, a lot of the new people might not know who you are. Yeah. yeah. I think kind of sucks being the older generation now, because yeah. we're kind of old news in a way. Well, I guess it's good and bad. I don't know. Um, I don't really care a lot because, I mean, well, I'm the older generation. My time's passed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Frank Morris, oh, man, you – never mind. We'll go into it later into the show since it's written down. So uh, before we get really into it uh, – can, we, can you talk about your uh, past as a cuber and how you got started and everything? Uh, yeah. Um, I started cubing in April 2002. Um, yeah, oh, wow. I think that's what it was. Maybe 2003. No, 2002. Um, yeah, uh, I, I never owned a cube at all uh, growing up, and I pretty much never even saw one other than knowing that they existed. Um and I was, I happened to be dating this girl around that time and she had a cube and I borrowed it from her and solved it. <laughs> so, um, what? like online through online or did she teach you to do it? No, she didn't teach me anything, but, um, <laughs> I did, I did figure it out. It took uh, a lot of, uh, luck <laughs> and a lot of, uh, 
basically repeating the same moves over and over again. Oh, by yourself, yeah. without yeah. any additional help. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it took... I mean, if I were to sit down and, like, like time my first solve or whatever, it took hours, probably. The, <laughs> one, that, the one when I, like, actually got it solved. Um, but I spent, like, a week on it, and I... if. Most people who know me know that I don't sleep very much. I, I deal with insomnia pretty badly, so um, several, several hours during those uh, that first week uh, figuring it out with trial and error. That's uh, so cool that you did it yourself. Yeah. I think you're probably the only person I know who's done that. Yeah. Um, wow. I can't take, like, 100% credit. I mean, seriously, a lot of it was, was kind of luck. Like, the last layer just fell into place, yeah, right, yeah. and whatnot. But regardless, uh, I didn't look up a solution to solve it my first time. So I do I do kind of, I guess, value that. Man, Frank Morris earning your meme. Gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so uh, your first competition was in 2003, right? Yeah, that was World Championships in Toronto. Oh, so uh, in between then, did you like actually look up a method and then the beginner's method probably? And then uh, yeah, and I, I at that point I kind of got in contact with some of the other I guess I can say old schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got in touch with you know with Ron and Chris Hardwick and um, yeah, like yeah, and yeah, uh, no, no, he wasn't around till after two thousand three, was he? No, I think he was. Well, I don't know exactly when he came into everything, but I mean, I yeah. I didn't really even talk to talk to him at all. I, I guess I hardly have ever talked to him. Period. But <laughs> um, yeah, I get this feeling like he's annoyed by me sometimes. So <laughs> why? I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> Wait, who are, who so. are we talking about? Paul. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he sounds like he's annoyed by everyone. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's not just you, probably. <laughs> but uh yeah, so uh you go you practice I guess a little bit and go to your first competition in two thousand three. Yeah, it was um I was going through a lot of stuff in my life back then and uh after I started solving it and figuring it out or well learning about other methods or, you know, like Friedrich method. And well, obviously it's what I use. So, um, spent a lot of time with that and, and then just talking, uh, on the Yahoo group with a lot of other people. Um, yeah. I, I really didn't have anything at all to do other than cube. I couldn't work. I was sick and then I was injured and all this stuff. And so all I did was sit around cube for all day, every day. And, uh, then I was averaging right around 20 seconds or so, maybe a little bit less. And, uh, wow. Yeah. So th- that was like the Holy grail back then. Now it's like no big deal, but, um, yeah, the, the world, that world championships was, uh, held the weekend before my birthday. So my family sent me there as a birthday present. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, it was really cool. And, uh, obviously got to build a lot of good friendships and stuff. So, yeah. So is, um, <clears throat> You lived in Idaho then, right? Yeah. And when yeah. was where was the 2003? Uh, Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Canada. Oh, okay. Oh, man. So how many comp- competitors were at the 2003 competition? Uh, 83 or something like that. 80, 80 oh. some. 
Yeah, and it was. <laughs> in six years, it's gone to 350 plus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. So did you, like, it's the first competition you went to and you saw the scale, I guess, and the competitiveness, and did you just, like, go full into cubing since then? Is that what made uh, you? Well, um, I don't know. I after the after the first uh, competition, like I, I remember coming home and thinking, you know, okay, well, I did that and it was it was a blast and everything. But I think I want to get into other other things or whatever, um, other hobbies that I had. Or and um, I don't I don't know what happened. I, th- I think uh, I I had I found this uh, this interest in in like solving the big cubes. So I just started with that. Um, because, I mean, nobody was doing it back then. It was, I mean, okay, I don't want to say nobody, but it was really Not far, well. yeah, it was far less competitive, and um, yeah. there wasn't there wasn't as much information about it out there, so I kind of liked that idea. Um, because after I, I saw the cube the first time and then uh, went on to, like, learning other methods and stuff, I almost felt, like, cheap or something because I didn't, didn't, didn't do, like, the most of it. Like uh, because your progress that. was based on a method that was already created. Yeah, yeah, and so everything with the big cubes was kind of like experimental and stuff back then. Yeah, because you um you like kind of pioneered big cube solving, like uh, the way you solve it with the pairing and stuff. Yeah, I, I that's yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's well, other people sort of like, like. I mean, everybody like. Lars Vandenberg, um, well, yeah. a lot of people back then, like had Chris Hardwick, they had the same had ideas like it, um, but yeah. nobody, we weren't sharing information on how to do it with each other. It was just something we kind of did all on our own. Yeah, so, it, it's the reduction method, the same for all the people, but it's more like you kind of explored it, I'd say, with the yeah. website. Yeah, yeah. Bcubes.com. That's where I learned how to do 4x4 and 5x5. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that's a joint venture, uh, Bcubes.com yeah. between myself and Clancy Cochran. And, uh, after meeting Clancy at, uh, at, uh, Jesus, ex- the Exploratorium competition in 2006, probably. Or, no, no, it wasn't that far. 2000. I don't even remember. Anyway, it was the first one <laughs> in San Francisco. I can't remember. It's been a long time. <laughs> Uh, and he, he needed some, some advice on, on solving the five of five. And then I worked with him on that and we just decided to put the page together. So hmm. and do you, do you still get a lot, a lot of traffic or do you know how much traffic the website gets? Yeah, I guess it's still pretty popular. Um, I, I asked Clancy about it, you know, a couple weeks ago and I, I don't remember exactly what the, what the number was, but, um, it's, like, I mean, it's still kind of the place to go for, for big cubes information. So Yeah, because it's so simple and, uh, you know, it's step-by-step step and all the algorithms are there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we were shooting for. We wanted something that would apply to everybody and, and, and build interest in solving the 4 and 5 because uh, there were times when I wanted to go to a competition and the whole, you know, like reasoning behind if I would go or not was if they would hold a 4 by 4 or 5 by 5 event. And... Uh, I mean, back then, you know, was when I was on top of the game, I guess. And, 
I was way, way ahead of everybody else, so it was kind of hard to put a competition together with a uh, few people, well, event together with such yeah. few people. So, Yeah, and, so um, let's see. That was around 2005 when you were uh, really out there in the big cubes, and I remember reading a Rubik's article about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how'd that, what, what's the deal with that? Oh. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, 2005 was, uh, was when all that stuff happened. Um, the world record. I, yeah, the, the big record was, um, August 2005 in Dallas. That was also, I, I guess it kind of overshadowed, uh, Chris Hardwick's first, uh, sub minute time on the 4x4 too, which was kind of. The 55 second? Yeah, so. Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah. Amazing. That, it was a that was a really cool day actually, yeah. um, but I mean to, like the five hundred five record dropped from whatever two hundred nine down to one fifty one, <laughs> and so it was a it was a big jump. But, it's kind of uh, yeah. that uh, kind of crazy like the big jumps like from back then where everything was still you know improving drastically, and now this year with Felix doing the big jumps. From you know, average, <laughs> still doing yeah. it. It's surprising that there's still big jumps. Yeah, and one of the most competitive, you know, the most competitive uh, event. There are still jumps like that. Uh, it still yeah. shows, like, how many years were, you know, uh, seven years, eleven, nine, eight years into it now. Yeah, competitive yeah. cubing that you know we still haven't figured out what the human limit is. It's crazy. We never will. Probably not. No. Well, someone you can't will say. Someone will say, uh, "Hey, new world record, three point five seconds." Well, is three point four nine possible then? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's see the next bullet point. Yeah, running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, you I, all your Facebook updates are, "Hey, I ran this, I ran that." So, yeah, what's what's up? Yeah, <laughs> I'll try not to get uh get too involved in it because it's probably pretty boring to this crowd. But uh, now uh, last May I got challenged to a race by a like one of the guys that works for me, and uh, it's just a five k or three miles, three point one miles, and uh, so it was a, a fundraiser kind of an event, and so uh, we. I didn't even know how far 5K was, <laughs> you know, so I'm not, I don't know, cool like that. Because so, you're a real American, man. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't think that's always so good. Now I kind of understand, but anyhow, uh, yeah, I got challenged to a race, and uh, I had to go and figure out how far that was and if I could actually do it, and so I beat, I beat the guy that challenged me to the race. And uh, I wasn't tired at the end, so I decided, well, I'll go farther. So I did a 10K race, and I wasn't tired, and so I went farther and did a half marathon. wasn't tired. So it just went on and on until I did my first marathon in October. Wow. And then, How long was that? Uh, marathon's 26.2 miles. Uh, how long did it take you, I mean? Oh, uh, sorry. Three hours, 47 minutes. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Um, like fun. Yeah, no, it's it's all right. Um, I'm 
I don't know. I'm, I'm always interested in, in seeing how much punishment I can take. <laughs> so like, uh, uh, like, like right now I'm training for a 50 mile mountain race in what? August. So yeah. Good luck yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of a big deal though. I mean, without sounding too, uh, cheesy or I don't well, know. 50 miles. Like, I mean, well, well, let me finish. I mean, or emotional or whatever. Like I'm kind of, it's, it's weird how the the race kind of came out uh, to be announced to me, um, but it's it turns out it's uh, in the mountains where like my family has spent like you know the summers camping for like the last thirty years, and the race is being held on my uh, grandfather's birthday, and and he's passed on, so I'm kind of doing it to pay tribute to him. Oh, that's um, awesome! Yeah, my grandparents raised me, so it's kind of anyway anything I can do to kind of give back and. A tribute to them is always something really big for me. So, yeah, yeah. So a fifty mile like that's not just something like your diet. Yeah, I guess your sleeping patterns and your yeah. You actually have a schedule, right? That you kind of keep track yeah. of to get yeah, there. kinda. Uh, I'm not as uh, into it uh, like some of the other. Well, they're called ultra marathoners or ultra runners. Uh-huh. Um, some of them like really track every everything that they do. I mean, I track my mileage and I can have a training plan in place, but as far as food, uh, the only thing I really watch is making sure I drink, you know, a lot of water because, um, I'm still fortunate. I can eat junk food and it doesn't affect my body much. Um, and sleep, like I said, I, you know, I'm kind of an insomniac. So, um, I sleep when I can and when I don't, then I'm either working or I'm running. So, wow. So, um, Gosh. When is it in August? Yeah, August sixth. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. It's a beast. It's uh there's sixteen thousand feet of elevation gain. So it's not like I just picked a, a flat fifty mile you know distance to run. I picked like probably the hardest uh it's it's only the second time this race has been held. Um and so it's it's one of the more difficult ones in at least oh, in I the, bet. North, the northwest. So Oh my gosh. But I know the I know the area I know the area pretty well. Like I said, my family spent like the last thirty years up there in the summers. So, well, if anyone's gonna finish it, it's Frank Morris. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I won't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like giving up on anything. I'll keep pushing until I'm dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't die, but I finish. <laughs> so yeah. let's move on to competitions. You've been to every World Championship since two thousand three. Yes. And uh, so you've obviously been there to see the growth. I've only been there for 07 and 09. So what do you think about the, I guess, the overall growth of cubing? Gosh, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm really happy to see it because, you know, we weren't really sure. And when I say we, I talk about some of the, I'm, I'm talking about like the old, old schoolers, schools. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel almost weird saying old schoolers considering there's a whole nother generation before us back in, you know, 1982 yeah. and all yeah. that, but I'm still going to call us the old schoolers because I can. We can call them, we can call them the fossils. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> you like the old schoolers from the new generation. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Good way of putting it. The most relevant old schoolers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah. Well, I guess when I say old schoolers, I mean, all of us, uh, I mean, we're still pretty much all in the game still. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't compete, you know, anymore, really, but... Um, Your yeah, last competition, I said, 2009 World Championships, right? Yeah, I, 
you know, and that's not all by choice. I mean, I, I wish I could compete more, but it's just really hard with, you know, work and, and whatnot. So, um, Oh yeah. Congrats on the promotion, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also a big deal in my life. So yeah, yeah kind of, kind of scary too, though, cause I'm leaving a company I've been with for 12 years for a new one. And, um, anyway, but it's a, it's a huge step. So best of luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. No more, uh, hundred hour work weeks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the week before last, I worked 103 and a half hours, so. Uh, what? Yes. How? What's that? How did you even do that? I wouldn't have been able to. Uh, well, I can take a lot of punishment, I guess. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Frank. Like, this, this meme, I thought it was kind of a joke, but goddamn. I don't even know what you're, to be honest, I don't even know what you're talking about with meme. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, I guess a kind of a running trend. Yeah, would, say, would you say Tom like a joke that that everyone gets? I suck. Like, do you know do you know about lolcats? Yeah, yeah, that's a meme. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you know, speed cubing memes. There are a couple. You know, me hating Skube, I guess is one, and uh, Frank Morris being the Chuck Norris of cubing is one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what we mean. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. But yeah, yeah the growth of cubing. <laughs> yeah, I guess we got off topic there, kind of. Um, no, it's it's really cool to see to see where it's come from because like the old schoolers, we didn't know what was going to happen or if it was going to take off or what. I mean, a lot of that obviously we have to, you know, Tyson out. I think for um, Tyson and Ron when they got together doing the the WCA and um, then Tyson holding that that first Caltech competition after Worlds. So. Um, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think, I don't, I don't know what I thought. I don't know if I thought I would really get this big, but, um, I'm pretty happy that it has. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so from 80 to, you know, 350 plus. Yeah. Out of a few years. So yeah. like, um, what do you, th- how big do you think 2011 is going to be this year's? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it? Jeez. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, I'm not very versed on on where we're all at, so it's kind of crazy that we've gone to the point where we have, you know, the organization theme has to think about the size of the venue, yeah, and the limits on that. Oh man, uh, that makes me wonder. Like in 2003, you know, the only big competition was the World Championship. How did, do you know how like Tyson got the money to do that? Oh, I don't. Well, I don't think it cost him very much money to do because he he didn't do the the 2003 World Championships. I mean, that was yeah, that was Dan Gosby and Ron. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, and so I mean, they had seven towns to to help them with that yeah. and take care of pretty much everything. Uh, but you know, Tyson, he just kind of probably, as far as I know, just got like a like classroom or something uh, from Caltech. They just let him use it, and I don't think it cost any money at all. Maybe. Maybe to pay for food for the people that were uh, yeah volunteering or something. I'm just speculating on that though because I wasn't there for that one. But uh, so I don't know. Um, I guess yeah. that's kind of cool. And um, I guess around 2007 ish was it 2006 ish that uh, with V Cube. Well, 2005, really. Um, that like right after the uh, the world record in Dallas, 
Um, I was contacted by Constantinos and, uh, he told me he wanted me to, to test the product. And, um, at that point it was just the, the six by six. He hadn't mentioned anything with the five by five yet. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, um, we, we had a lot of dialogue, uh, just via email and, um, nothing, I guess, I guess. So yeah, 2006 would be when it really, really happened because I, um, my wife and I went on honeymoon to Greece and uh, mm. uh, it, it's weird because didn't really, I mean, it wasn't planned to go to Greece so that we could, uh, you know, visit V-Cubes or Olympic Cubes back then as it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was just cheaper. I mean, our choices were either <laughs> Austra- our, our choices were either Australia or Greece. And, like, just the airfare to Australia was more than our entire three weeks in Greece. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? Yeah. So, um, so we chose that. And... Uh, we, we saw a bunch of different islands and, and then we went to Athens and coincidentally that's where Constantinos was at at the time. So, um, yeah, got a, I built a kind of a, my friendship with, uh, with Constantinos and his family and just yeah. kind of gone from there. You got to play with, uh, V6. You actually got one and made a video with it, didn't you? Well, it, no, it's a little bit different than that. Um, when they, uh, when I first met Constantinos, who was just in this uh, little lobby bar of the hotel, and uh, he and his friend came, and uh, yeah, he he pulled out a six by six, and then he also pulled out a five by five, and I didn't even expect that at all. And wow. obvious, obviously, the five by five is uh, is what it is today. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, uh, I was filmed for like a, it was like a press thing, like a press conference. Yeah. That's the way I can describe like a- it. They called it a world record. Yeah, I guess I, I don't. It's not legit, obviously, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was really weird. We were kind of just packed into this little uh, conference room of the hotel, and there were so many people there uh, for, for the size of the room. And it's it's really awkward, of course, too, because they they all spoke Greek, and um, then there's me, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they just had me solve it, and I solved it, and. Um, it's probably one of yeah, the most watched it. cubing videos that year. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I probably watched it like five, six times at least. So, um. Well, you... it's because it was like, oh my god, a six by six. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, I'd almost think it's like, it was like the first real proof. I mean, Constantinos yeah. had put out the video of him, uh, you know, t- twisting. You know, a couple of six by sixes, yeah. but it was mainly just showing like the 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 alignment, the like cor- the corner cutting and stuff, and yeah. uh, it, so he it, it didn't he didn't really mix it up or anything. So yeah. unless unless there's something I don't know about, I mean, I think uh, I don't know. I think that's like the first video that really showed a full solve. Yeah, so. I but, I bet it is. Um, well, my apologies if it's not. I'm not trying to. Steal anybody else's thunder. <laughs> oh, this show doesn't care about accuracy. <laughs> I don't want to get flamed either. So <laughs> no one's gonna flame you. Uh, so you and one, I believe one one other person were the only people that you know kind of beta tested the cube through the. Uh, no, well, I guess. Um, was it George's home? home? Yeah, he, I mean George's home and. Uh, there are a couple of other people that had one. Tony uh, Fisher? No, Tony Fisher never had one. I know because oh. he was trying to buy one from me. 
Uh, uh, George's Helm had like three, didn't he? Yeah, he's he's got different models and stuff. Like uh, because there were um, more than eleven different uh, models as they tried to approach uh, what they finally released. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I know, but George is telling me, yeah, he had a, he had a few different versions of it. And I'm yeah. sure that, like, uh, I, I think there's, yeah. I think, uh, I don't think, yeah, but I think, like, David Singmaster uh, got one. Oh, yeah, just of kinda, course. Like, for a respect kind of a thing. But as far as, like, yeah. testing it and giving feedback and... Whatever. I mean, I, th- I think uh, I think that was just me. Yeah. Oh. So um, compared to you know the products that are out now and the ones you tested, like what are the main differences, and I guess improvements that were made upon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might be uh, offensive to some people if they hear this podcast, I guess, but. Uh... The uh, the five by five is always. I mean, it's that's the one version they did, and that's all. That, I mean, they haven't changed anything to my knowledge. Um, so they they obviously kind of hit that out of the park when they first got it. Yeah. Uh, the seven by seven is the same way. Um, so it, you know, version one is is what it is. Now the six by six obviously is a different story. You know, the first one yeah. they they uh, they put together. Um, you know, first uh, experiments with like the uh, injection molding and all that stuff, what they did uh, for it. And so I mean, they kind of went through a lot of different, uh, obviously a lot of different models. The version that I tested in Greece um, is way better than what it is now. Um, because, what? yeah, and it's it's almost hard to say that. But the, the thing is, is, I mean, there's... There's obviously um, pros and cons to why they um, went with what they went with. Um, yeah. I mean, it's better for a mass market, I guess. It, it is because, um, I, and I'm not sure exactly uh, some of the things that they changed. I mean, I have a good idea, but um, some of the things that they changed were to make sure that you know it didn't. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Did the did the one that you have have the clicking mechanism? No, it didn't. It was completely uh, like yeah. the seven by yeah. seven. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it was it was phenomenal. Like, and you can and you can see it in the the video from uh, that press conference I was talking about. Yeah, the, I was surprised uh, you were able to turn it so well. Yeah, um, basically, the problem with it was that I mean they had never had somebody that was a a serious cuber like play with one. So I mean, yeah, it had been solved by you know people in the family or friends or whatever. But I mean. Uh, I got a hold of that cube, and like within not even two or three days, it was already so loose it was like falling apart. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah, and so um, I'm assuming that you know the clicking mechanism, all that stuff was kind of well. Obviously, it helps keep it in uh, the internal mechanism in alignment, but it also just uh, they tightened it up so it would. Um, so the problem with the v6 was durability yeah 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 obviously the the quality of the plastic never changed i mean it's always they've always been really strong and that's awesome i mean yeah so Mm. that's interesting i never knew that you know that the v6 you know the clicking mechanism i thought it was always there 
no matter what. No, was, yeah. yeah, no, it was not. Uh, and I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, because I, I know it's probably the the uh, least liked of the V cubes that are out now. Um, yeah, but I think it's, all it's the. I think out of all the cubes, I think the even numbers are always the one that gets flamed. Yeah. Well, it's because of the mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they made, like, an 11 by 11 and not a 10 by 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there, yeah. like, a 17 by 17? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just insane. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> so, with uh, your partnership with VQ, I guess uh, the most recent activity was the New York Toy Fair. Yeah, I spent a, a week, in, well, almost a week in New York just a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, and I guess my partnership now is with uh, V-Cubes North America. Um, obviously, I still maintain a good friendship with Constantinos, but you know, him being over in Europe, he's got plenty of other people that can help him over there now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, um, I don't know if it's uh, just maybe a respect thing that they, they hold for me or what, because obviously there's faster people in the United States that could go and demo at these shows. But yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, so they uh, they called me up and asked if I could make it out for it and if I was interested, and I, I was able to. So was, pretty, there a, was there a competition there? No. Uh, the competition was held in the Mall of America just uh, uh, that, that following weekend. Okay, and, okay. Yeah, I wanted to go to that one, and they wanted me to be there too, but uh, that was when I entered into my crazy work week that I talked about earlier. So, uh, so uh, uh, you just spent like a couple days uh, just showing off, I guess? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I don't know if I... I it, <laughs> showing off for the crowd, <laughs> I guess. Uh, if there are other cubers there, I wouldn't be showing off. But uh. Now, um... It was all right. It's 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 draining though. It's not like uh, it's not like going to a competition uh, because when you go to a competition, there's so many other people and you kind of feed off their energy. Yeah. I guess. I mean, you're you're hanging out with friends that you haven't seen in a year's time or whatever, and so you can just cube nonstop like all day, every day for yeah. an entire weekend. But this is like, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like from. Uh, she's eight in the morning until six, seven o'clock at night, just nonstop solving. Um, yeah, and you know it's uh, it's it, it gets draining, and by the end of the day, you're not yeah. wanting to do any more. Yeah, it's kind of like any other, I guess, show job. You got to make them inside, make them excited for it. Yeah, and and it's it's also frustrating too because you got to answer like the same questions <laughs> and endure the same stuff all yeah. day from people, you know. And Hold on, I'll, I'll do three. I'll do like one or two, and then you'll probably say I got that question. So there's a pattern to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I feel now I feel bad for you, Frank. Oh man, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Oh no, it's not a big. It's not. A big <laughs> I think deal. we've all gone through it at some point. Yeah. 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 Like the whole hey, I learned how to solve it. I want to show people. Hey, this is cool. Hey, why are they asking the same questions? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole peeling stickers off. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a smartass now, and I, whenever anybody says that, and like it's they were saying, they come and say, "Oh, well, I just peel the stickers," and I say, "Oh, well, I didn't ever think of doing that." <laughs> and they, I I'd try and do it with like the you know the straightest face I could, and just 
watch their reaction, they'd kind of feel foolish. So at least I got some pleasure from that. Oh, man. Hey, why aren't you interested in this cue ball? This guy named Frank Morris was being a smartass, and uh, I got turned off. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, let's go on to your meme, Frank Morris facts, and et cetera. Yeah. Do you know – I mean, I I really don't know the origin of this. Do you know, like, how they came to be? It's kind of a funny story. Um, I, I And I don't really know the answer to that question, but um, I remember there being a thread, um, and a couple of people were, were talking about, like, move counts for the 5x5, five five, you know, different steps. And um, I was just looking at the forum, and back then I was still pretty good, I guess. And uh, somebody said, you know, if you guys could put, put down your move counts, that'd be a really big help. And then they said, don't put... But Frank, you don't have to put yours down because we all know your move count is zero. And I said, <laughs> and at first I kind of took it like an insult. I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean zero? What do you mean? And I, I, I think it was like Jason Baum. I, and I think he said, he's like, don't tell me you haven't ever heard of this page. And so I clicked on the link and here are all these facts. <laughs> Just, yeah. and I, I, I don't know. I, I, I could, that was the first time I ever even, I had ever even heard of it. So, do you think they're funny, or do you still take it as an insult, or what? No, do you, how I, do you view it? I didn't ever take it as an insult. Um, I, I, I don't know. Some of them are funny. Some of them are just you know stupid. But yeah, um, it, it, you know, it, obviously they get pretty far out there, <laughs> and I'm I'm okay with it and, until I gotta sit there and listen to somebody like in person tell me about him for days. Which was kind of the case uh, when we went to the Essen Toy Fair, or yeah, Essen Toy Fair a couple of years back. I mean, I had to endure an entire weekend of it from Dan Cohen and Michael Gottlieb. And, uh, yeah, all those other guys that were there at that show, Eric Ackersdyke, and I'm not gonna say like the other guys' so- names, this, but. I mean, after a while, it gets to be old. It's like, you know, you've said that same one over and over again. So people just come up to you like, hey, Frank Morris, and then they tell you a Frank Morris joke? Well, back then, yeah. Now I don't really talk to a whole lot of people, so it's not a big deal. But, (laughs) yeah, that was probably the first, uh, like, when we actually landed in in Germany and we got together with the other Cubers, that was, like, the first thing that was said was, you know, some random Frank Morris fact. Yeah. (laughs) So what's your favorite? What's your favorite one? I guess. <laughs> so you know, in the future, everyone can come up to you and tell you that and same tell one. Tell me the same one. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, and there's so many of them. I, I'm probably missing some of the better ones. But like, uh, if you have two cubes and Frank Morris has two cubes and Frank Morris still has more cubes than you do, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. Um, Frank Morris's blood types PLL. That's, that was kind of funny. It's kind of <laughs> stupid too because I'm really yeah. not that great at PLL. But <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, no, I uh, I don't know. There, there's a lot of creative ones, and they're whatever. I, I guess I guess on some weird level, it's kind of flattering. So I think my favorite one is in competition. Frank Morris announces each of his times immediately before pre-inspection. Um, wouldn't that wouldn't that be nice right (laughs) yeah hey 5.4 okay let's do this (laughs) all right so um wait what what 
when did it start? Like the exact, I guess, the year. Of oh, the facts? Yeah. God, I don't know. <laughs> it had You're it been post. Well, I... yeah. Let me f- let, let's start the web page. Uh, 2008 seems like. You won't be able to find it. I'm looking at the Freight Morris facts page. There's an actual web page dedicated to it. Yeah, and, it, and for you listeners, if you want to take a look at all the jokes, I guess, uh, it's in the show notes. And if you want to get the show notes, go to qpspodcast.com. Okay. <laughs> um, let's go on to listener mail. We have a question. It's Or we are also known as Tyler Kerr time. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, yeah, man. man. He took a two-episode hiatus, and he just like sent in like forty questions. But uh, he's like part of the show. Yeah. Okay, so let's go with the first one. Uh, Tyler Kerr asks, <laughs> "What are your thoughts on noob cubers?" Uh, I don't get as irritated by them by like as much as it seems like everybody else does. I mean. I remember being like, uh, you know, just starting out and stuff and having a lot of questions I didn't want to ask people, like, cause I felt foolish or whatever. And so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, some of it's, some of it's idiotic and whatever, but I mean, I don't, I don't hate on them like, uh, like it seems most people do. So it's, it's just another, another mm-hmm. cuber that hopefully will contribute something meaningful to the culture. Yeah. What do you, what about you, Tom? Um, I find them really annoying sometimes. Like, especially when they ask something that's just obvious that they should be able to find themselves. Like, how, what PLL algs are they? Like, just Google it, I'll search the wiki. Jeez. But, um, <laughs> some of them are cool. I don't know, they're just noobs. I don't really have many opinions on them, because I don't know them, because they're new. Yeah. yeah. I think some of the things is, I just, like let it pass by as long as they're posting in the correct I guess forums yeah because there's the new uh, new uh, I guess sub forum and that's fine with me but uh, I I really don't want to flame them ever because you know what if you turn down the next potential Felix you know you never yeah. know it's his own fault for being an idiot at the time <laughs> <laughs> Tom Barlow laying down the law man <laughs> But that's how I view it. All right, next question. Uh, who's this guy? Tyler Kerr, okay. He asked, what's your <laughs> <laughs> what's your least favorite part about competitions? And I guess we can also flip that around and do the best part as well. Uh, least favorite part about competitions? Um, I, I don't know. I As far as like the competitive aspect, like getting together with people, I'm, I'm, I don't really have anything I don't like about it. I think mainly I hate traveling to them. Uh, I hate I hate being stuck in airports and oh. having to worry about if uh, I'm gonna be able to get home or make it there on time or whatever. So uh, I, I don't like. I guess that's my least favorite or favorite part about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about your favorite part on the flip side? It's definitely seeing all my old friends. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, any chance I, I get to see them, I mean, it's I, uh, most most people I don't ever talk to on the phone or uh, at all anymore. So uh, going to an event and getting to see everybody in one shot is pretty cool. So yeah, you Tom. Um, I don't know. There's 
There's never really any bad part about competitions. I mean, like, sometimes the prize ceremony can be, like, awkward or something. <laughs> when, like, you know, the same three people win everything? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. It's just, like, everyone stands in uh, it's, I don't know. It can be quite awkward or lame or whatever, but usually it's fine. Um, yeah, but aside from that, there's not really any bad people. I mean, bad parts about it. Although I just reminded myself about bad people. Sometimes you can get, like, a nut job there or something. <laughs> or like some creepy guy, and everyone's just like, uh, keep away from that guy. And they're like, oh, I'll judge. Oh, I've got, to, oh god, I've got to do that kind of thing. But normally yeah. it's fine. You know, you don't have to speak to them or whatever. For me, I guess. Uh, what about your best? Huh? Um, being drunk. Nice. <laughs> that's, valid, that's valid. Every competition. Well, I mean, I say drunk. Yeah. All right. I guess uh, for me, um, most of the competitions I've been to, I've been the organizer or been like one of the main people helping keeping the competition together. So that's pretty much by far the worst part besides traveling, Um, you know, making sure we don't fall behind and, you know, fall behind the schedule. That's that's a pain in the butt. Uh, (laughs) Excuse me? I said I agree with you there. Oh yeah, it's it's so draining, yeah. and finding peop finding the judges to judge this and judge that, and where the scrambles go, and ah yeah, um, and the best part, uh, yeah, Frank, what Frank Morris said, uh, meeting uh, you know, all my cubing friends like Frank Morris, and uh, Chris Hardwick, and yeah, it's awesome, and uh, you know uh. Lofty, I hope. I wish she went to competitions again. Uh, yeah. Anyway, is that the last question? No, there's one more question. Uh, Tyler Kerr asks, <laughs> to, "Oh man, why do I find that so funny?" To you, oh, okay. I'm gonna read this as is. To you, who was the most inspirational Cuber? Uh, like uh, like most people, I think. Uh... We're all inspired by Chris Hardwick. Um, he's he's probably been my biggest inspiration. Um, I don't know. He uh, he kind of helped me. Well, as far as getting competitive with uh, the four and the five, um, competing against him in two thousand six or whatever it was, or no, I'm sorry, two thousand four at nationals. Um, he got first place in both events and I got second place in both events and I hadn't, I didn't really train for it. And so at that point I was like, oh, well, you know, I was just close now. I want to try and beat Chris. So, um, but I don't know, we've, we've always been able to bounce ideas, uh, off each other and stuff. And so, uh, he helped keep me motivated. I'd say he's my most inspirational. All right. Tom. Um, I don't know, it's hard to say, like, you can get inspired for different things, like, yeah. for for something like speed, it'll obviously be someone like Maki, or Jean Pons, or someone like that, I don't know, because um, it was a while ago when I was interested in speed, but, like, otherwise, someone like Per Christian Fredland, or um, Gilles Leroux, that, it's, it's, They've kind of like inspired me to do other things. So yeah, it's, yes, so you're not yeah. just in, inspired by speed, but just like 
you know, other general cubing knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Well, speed's like, obviously one that I'm interested in. I still go for speed. But I'm not really, like, inspired by anyone for it. It's not like, oh, that guy's fast. He's my inspiration. You can't really get inspiration for speed, I don't think. Uh, I, I can... I I disagree with that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, obviously you do, because you're about to name someone who inspires you to be fast. <laughs> yeah, my turn. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna echo Frank Morris and say Chris Harder because uh, there are I can specific. Uh, God, I can't say specifically. Okay, specifically, Pacific. specifically. Remember Pacific. three. What? Specifically. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, there were three videos when I started cubing where, you know, I went in my brain, oh my gosh, I got to be like that guy and be fast. And one video was uh, Shotaro Makisumi, yeah. uh, his uh, world, you know, Caltech video of being badass. Um, and the two other videos was uh, the Sub-20 Speed Blind by Chris Hardwick and also the 55-second 4x4 song. That was a class video. What? That was a class video. Speed blind. What do you mean video? What video? That was a class video. The three by three speed blind. Class video? What? What does that mean? It was class. You mean cool? Yeah, it was good. Okay, I understand you now. Yeah, but yeah, those <laughs> those moments. Yeah, that took a while. So and also, you know. You know, after I used those videos to get motivated and being in person and seeing Chris Hardwick get world records in 4x4 blind and 5x5 blind, you know, that just kind of kept me going throughout the years. So, yeah, Chris Hardwick. And, yeah, I think uh, those are all the questions. And uh, it's time for a quick break. And we'll be right back. Okay, so the random catch of the day this episode is uh, V-Cube 2. Uh, we actually forgot to talk about it during the V-Cube section, I guess. Uh, so, Frank, uh, did you beta test the V-Cube 2? No, I did not. Um, really? I'm not sure. No, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, someone else uh, someone else did. I'm not sure who, for sure. Uh Sounds like they've forgotten about you. Uh, I'm just not fast enough anymore. No. I guess you don't do two by two anyway. No. But still. Did they send you one at least? Uh, I didn't actually even play with one for the first time until uh, the New York Toy Fair. Oh. So it was kind of a kind of a shock, and uh, the cubes that like I used to because 
obviously I had to solve that a lot there because it, you know it was the new product and um, yeah. So and it, plus it's it's obviously a lot easier to 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 demonstrate it for somebody that's just walking by the booth, you know. So yeah. Uh, you know the cubes that we use were um, like obviously I like to kind of prepare my own cubes what I'm going to be demonstrating, and so um, it was kind of awkward using. Uh, new cubes to try and show off. <laughs> oh, so when you were solving, you had to use like brand new V cubes. Yeah, um, even like six were... and sevens. Oh no, no, because oh, okay. I obviously have my own five, six, and sevens. But um, for the demo and stuff um, with the two by twos, yeah, obviously I didn't have my own. So, uh, so what do you think of the V twos? Uh, they're they're good. Um, it's like, I mean, yeah, they, they turn really well, um, straight from the package, um, very smooth, don't have to worry about any, any clicking or any crap like that, um, and I didn't have any issues with, like, popping or anything, so that was cool, um, but yeah. Does uh, it lock at all? No? No, no. Um, it's actually really, like, the, the mechanism of it, the way that it's, uh, the way that it came together is, is really cool, um. It's, it looks really elegant to me. So, um, is the pillowed version any good? Yeah, which um, do you prefer? I mean, I. It depends on what I, I mean. If I'm just solving just to be solving and not like worrying about trying to do a speed or anything, I mean, I prefer the pillowed version. It's just kind of, it's neat, I guess, <laughs> for lack of a better word. But uh, you know, I, I guess I prefer uh, the the standard, the standard cube. Um, for trying to do an average or whatever. I mean, the times, like I, I did a, an average with each just because we were kind of curious and I was faster with the cube version, so. Yeah, okay. But it, when you're, yeah, I mean, I'm not exactly the fastest 2x2 two two solver, so it's not too big of a deal anyway. Um, and uh, the Toy Fair, now that I forgot to, now that we mentioned it, it was obviously to announce the V2, right? Yeah. The main thing, okay. I mean, yeah, that's... that's uh, Everybody at those toy shows, they all want to know what you got that's new, because a lot of them are, a lot of people there just repeat people. Um, and I mean, there are a lot of people that I saw from the from the previous year recognized them right away, and they recognized me, which was kind of cool too. Well, it's really, I guess, if you're not into cubing, it's kind of unique. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if they kind of remembered you as the cube guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the fair was, was cool for, you know, yeah, mainly just showing, showing what the V2 was and what was cool about it. And it was actually really easy to kind of get people's attention with it because it's, it's like, it's practical to the general public. When, when you, when we were there previously, people walk by and go, God, I can never do that. I mean, I couldn't even do the real, the, the regular one. But then, yeah. you know, then people walk by and say, Oh, I could do that. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably it's not. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I, I don't know. You don't really have to answer this if you don't know or if you can't, but uh, what's the news on other VQ products or if you know anything about it? Uh, in regards to, well, um, I really don't have a lot I can say on it. Um, <laughs> but you do have something that you know that you can't tell us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have some idea. I have some some stuff. Um, they, so that basically means that. A... So what you're saying is the V Cube company is aware of 
you know, the wishes of the community, right? So, like, V4 and whatnot. Yeah, they listen to everything. I mean, they, you know, it's not it, it's not a joke to them. Yeah, them for sure. Their product. I mean, they're this is this is a big deal, um, and so they have to. Obviously, they're they're still at a young company, um, and so they have to try and approach this the, the smartest way possible. You know, and it's just not practical to do what everybody wants them to do by like, yeah. okay, we just put out a, a five, six, and seven. When's the eight? When's the nine? When's the ten? Why aren't they all out now? It's yeah, like, when's well, the four? If is there going to yeah. be a three? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of like unanswered questions to the like to the Cuban community from them, but you know, they can't just, you know, obviously there's a certain level of stuff they have to keep secret, and yeah. uh, you know, plus they don't want to hear about they want to just do what they feel is right put out the the cubes as they can um and help i mean because whatever they do now is going to benefit them and make it easier for them to put out something later i mean sure you know be it's it'd be pretty foolish to for them to put out a nine um which likely is not going to give them the, the money that it takes to prepare another cube i mean you know a two a two by two is so like i said it's so much more like marketable to the general public, you know, as a yeah. gateway, it's a gateway product. So they can, you know, reach a wider audience with that and then it therefore make more money to invest in bigger sizes. So, I mean, I think they're, you know, they've, they've gone the right direction in it. Um, do, do so, you expect some kind of announcement from them in the next like two years or something um, regarding it, a new product possibly? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Hopefully it's a V4. I really want to try one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's got to be a lot of speculation from people. I mean, I think I've probably read something somewhere about it, but um, obviously everybody's going to be really skeptical that it's going to be, it's going to feel and turn just like the VCube 6 um, with the clicky and all that crap. Clicky, what is that? This sounds stupid. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so everybody's going to be concerned about that and if it's going to, if the quality is going to mirror that of the VCube 6. Um, but I think there's, you know, I, I, and I don't know, and I'm not just trying to mask the truth or anything, but I mean, yeah. imagine that when the time comes to move to the V4, they're going to have things, they're going to get things right this time on it. So awesome. Man, spokesman for VQ right here. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> you had, you've had some practice, huh? <laughs> uh, well, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, people have been asking me about, you know, VQ questions, since 2005 so i mean i can answer them the way i feel and yeah. um, say what i know i can't say and not say what i know i can't say so awesome all right so uh the moving on i guess yeah man then uh, oh my gosh i'm screwing this up okay man per woman in competition a threat in speed solving uh basically what is it uh where is it uh, I got it closed. Man, that sucks. Tom, you want to explain it? Um, it's basically just a list of stats about how the ratio of men to women in comps. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Why is it funny? I don't know. Because we've always known like that speed cubing was like a male-dominant sport, I guess. And uh, this little graph right here really shows how big of a difference there is. What do you guys think about this? Um, it's hard to say. Like, 
I, I don't think the statistics that important. Uh huh. That's about it. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird to actually see the data on like on paper, so to speak. I mean, because yeah, like you said, we all know that it's pretty much dominated by males, but um, to actually see it put down there and see like how how big the difference is is pretty crazy. Yeah, the USA, um, you know, seven point seven males per female. Yeah, that's pretty. But like, do you guys? I've always thought of speed tubing as like a gender neutral sport, and uh, but obviously it's you know not that's not the case. Do, do you think there's something holding it back? I guess, or is it is the general view? Like that, it's a boy's toy or something like that. I don't know. I I really don't know where I'm going with this, but I I don't think there's even a reason. It's just what it is. There doesn't have to be a reason. Yeah. All right. All right. I I don't really mind, to be honest. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to, you know, I guess the only reason we had it here is just to, I guess, notify people. Notify people who want to look at a cool stat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm uh, moving on. Oh, if you guys want to take a look at it, uh, go into the show notes. And what's next? Skype Team Blind. Oh yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Where's my cube? All right. Uh. Oh, okay. Let me uh, read out the scramble. And uh, downs are gonna be Dan, and backs are gonna be. Uh, why don't you guys? <laughs> I don't even know what to. I don't even know what to do with all this here. Sorry. Oh, you got the scramble? No, you never gave me a scramble. Oh, here you go. <laughs> There's the scramble. Okay. Uh, what should I do for B? Back. Okay. <laughs> Bob. Bob. Okay. You two. Hold on. All right. You two. Dan. F prime, Dan two, L U, R two, L prime, Dan U two, Bob two, Dan two, U prime, L two, Dan prime, R two, Bob, L U F prime, L two, Dan prime, R two, L two. Bob Prime, and let me scramble this. Alright, I'm ready. Who wants to call? I'm just gonna observe you guys, I'm not doing this. Oh, why not? Because <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> Come on, that's no fun. <laughs> you wanna call Prime? Uh, should I call this time? Oh, God. Go on then. Alright, ready? <laughs> this won't be a success. I'm gonna time it though. Alrighty. Alright, tell me when. Alright, three, two, one. U prime, F prime, R prime, L prime, U, uh, Y prime, L prime, U prime, X two, let's see. R, U, R prime, U prime, R two, I mean, okay, R two and then R prime, U2, <laughs> R prime, U, R, U prime, R prime, Y prime, R, U2, R prime, 
y prime r u r prime u prime r u r prime okay and then u prime don't you mean y prime no u prime okay l prime u prime l and then okay. u prime f r u r prime u prime f prime u r u 2 r prime u prime r u prime r prime <laughs> okay let's see u 2 and uh y 2 it's uh the g prime that sp- starts with r prime u prime r and then it's y r2 small u r prime u r u prime r small u prime r2 um just describe the case to me instead right okay, so, <laughs> so the g prime right the g prime the, the, the bar yeah, is in the back yeah, yeah. right facing right and then the okay uh, put put the bar on the back Yeah, so is, is that like y prime? Oh, did I did I not orient the oh, did I not orient it? It's y2 I think then if I think back, right? Okay. And then the bar is in the back right facing right and then the two No, you already did that. You already did y2. Yeah, and then the bar is in the back right. Yeah, right. Okay. Put the bar the, on the back. So, yeah, the y prime. Yeah, and then uh, the two corners. So, the corners are th- are the two corners left. at the front are the same. It's facing left. What? Oh, right. Okay. You you refuse to rotate. I think I know which one it is though. Okay, let's see. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that was the hard to I had to work out the case myself. You wouldn't tell me. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot to orient after the OLL, I think, yeah, or whatever. Frank, did you participate? No? No, I was laughing. Why? Because <laughs> I would have failed like a champ. <laughs> well, um it looks I, like it was an easy white cross. Yeah, it was it was easy. Everything was easy. including the F2L and the OLL. Yeah, yeah it seemed like it. I was lucky. Anyway, yeah, it I'll it count too- that as a success. <laughs> <laughs> well, done, well done, guys. Well done. Woo. All right, so next up is quick fire questions for Frank Morris. Oh, you don't sound too excited, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what it's going to be. <laughs> it's it's kind of normal this time around, but uh you ready, Frank? I just got to answer just It's, it's, it's going to be like one thing or the other, right? I don't have to make any explanations uh, why. Uh, a little bit. Ah, uh, whatever. A little bit. Hit me, hit, me, hit me with it. All right, first one. Quick fire question for Frank Morris. Anthony Fung asks, what is your favorite song written by Ringo Starr? I don't have one in mind. <laughs> That was good. good. Uh, Tom, next, I guess. Talika, why does a round pizza come in a square box? Uh, for structural integrity. Okay. <laughs> nice answer. Justin Harder, do people ever ask you if you were the pr- prisoner who escaped from Alcatraz? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that plenty of times before. 
<laughs> especially especially when I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> Next one. Anthony Fong, a programmer and a mathematician are in a courtship. What kind of base are they on? Okay, did you say a programmer and a mathematician are what? Yeah. In a courtship. Okay. What kind of base kind are they on? Base are they on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Name a base? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All your, all your base are belong to us. <laughs> oh. I think that's the wrong. John. I don't even know. Uh, he gave us acceptable answers, and it's like base 2, binary, base 10, decimal. <laughs> sorry. I'm not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not very quick on the uptake. Sorry. Right. Ryan Reese, if you had to choose between running and cubing, which would you choose? <laughs> that's a hard question to ask now. Um, right now, I'll pick running. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess the last one. Um. Does running or cubing pass the time quicker? That's another Tyler Kerr question. Does it pass the time quicker? Uh, let's see. I'd say running does. Really? Yeah. Even if, even if you're going through, you know, pushing through the pain, it pass, pushes the time faster. Yeah, because I don't get stuck in like the pain of it. You know, I mean, it's like yeah, I can kind of tune that out. I mean. I tend to focus too much on on what's going on when I'm cubing. So if I'm yeah, yeah. Out, out running for you know 20 miles in a day or something like that, I just I'm just listening to music and kind of get in the mode. Pretty much, yeah. So I get to see I get to see a lot of different sites. So it's a lot easier to to run for four hours than it is to cube for four hours now. All right. So anyway, well, next quickfire questions for Frank Morris, and uh, with that, it's time to kick you off the show. All right. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on the show. Then it was really cool. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, interesting to hear your stories. Tom, I was you. talking. What you doing? I was talking over you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, you want to say goodbye or some what? what? Yeah. Oh, I already did. I just said it over what you said. Oh. All <laughs> right. Yeah, nice, speak nice speaking with you guys. Uh, take care. Yeah, you can meet your mic and stick around for a little longer, I guess. All right, sounds good. All right, see ya. See ya. All right, so that's what time is it now, Tom? It's ten past ten. Oh, it's five past ten for me, but it's quick fire questions time. And what are we tied for? Rock paper scissors? I don't know. Oh, uh, let's tied? just go. Are we yeah, tied? Yeah. I, or am I up ahead by one anyway? So someone can correct it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess on one, two, three, and then say it. Okay. One, okay. two, three, scissors. Rock. Damn it. Yes. Ugh. I knew you thought I was going to say paper. So I Ugh. thought you'd say scissors. Yeah. So I went for rock. I think I, I read a statistic some... that males are more likely to start up with rock than any other. Everybody chooses rock. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, uh, you want to go first or should I go first? Um, uh... I'll ask you questions first. All right, let's do it. Bring it on. Okay. Anthony Fung, what does flying pigs sitting on a cornflake and the Eggman have in common? What are the two things that I'm comparing? Three things. Flying pigs sitting on a cornflake and the Eggman. And the Eggman? Yeah. Oh, man. Do, do I eat them for breakfast? 
No. Oh, there's a there's an actual answer for this. Yep. I have no idea then. Oh, uh, fail! It was the walrus. <laughs> I don't understand. You not listen. It's a Beatles thing. Oh. Okay. Uh. Johnson. Ever had an anime convention consisting of convention marathon? Ever had an anime marathon consisting of more than sixty episodes? Oh. Um, I guess the longest I've ever had uh, was like 13 hours. So <sighs> you can fit three episodes in 13 hours or per hour. So 13 times three, about 36 episodes, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, 60, 60 episodes is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like more than a day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> ever played Two Who Project? Two Who Project? Yeah. No. Uh, what difficulty? Neither. I've never played it. <laughs> I really shouldn't have asked that question. Yeah. Okay, number four. Talika, if cubing is to colors, then StarCraft is to what? If cubing is to colors, then StarCraft is to... <sighs> eh, strategy. That's original. Yeah, that was cool. Should have yeah. said addiction. Um, John Effley, how much would you pay me to lube your cubes? How much would I pay him to lube his cubes? Lube my lube cubes? cubes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have money. <laughs> That's my answer. Nothing. Okay. Chris Olsen, can I be a guest on Cubecast? Why won't you invite me? Christopher Olsen, uh, get a world record and I'll have you on. That's a promise. <laughs> okay Aldi says sickest prank ever done to you sickest prank never done to me um I've can't remember I've really haven't been pranked all that much I think I got farted on my face once but that's the closest thing oh, yeah dude. it's nasty yeah. you can kind of feel the air going on my face yeah <laughs> anyway is that it yeah, yeah. What Hold an awkward on. note to end on. Oh, actually, no, there isn't. Uh, that, uh, there's another question. Should I ask you it? Sure. Okay. The question is, can you summarize the entire show in 30 seconds? Can I summarize the entire show in 30 seconds? Okay, let's do it. All right, so Frank Morris comes on. Oh, wait, before that, what do we do? Okay, we talk about the puzzler and how about all the numbers are the same sizes and Mark Smith's the winner. And... uh we talk about Frank Morris a lot and competitions and how much, how about, uh, Tyler? Uh, I'm done. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that, that was beautiful. That was 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't think of words when I'm put on pressure like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's your uh, questions. For All right, that's cool. You got two points. So each question is like half a point or what? No, no. It's the system. I just marked you out of 15. <laughs> okay. So quick five questions for Tom Barlow. Tom, you ready? Uh, yes. All right. John Epley asks, or he, he doesn't really ask. He commands, make me laugh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hello, Tom? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, what? No. 
Tyler Kerr. I, hey. I have nothing. Oh, man. Tyler Kerr asks, uh, what kind of milk do you drink? Uh, semi-skimmed. Okay. Gate, quote-unquote, Guimond asks, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not him, what you 2x2 two two corner cube? <laughs> what? What you 2x2 two two corner cube? Oh, I, I, I assume that means what 2x2 two two cube do you use? I don't think so, but you can go ahead. Wait, no, what... What U2 Karna Cube? 2x2 two two Karna Cube? What U2x2 two two Karna Cube? Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> Ask Guimon. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Anthony Fong. It's Justin Bieber, the next Ringo Starr. Who is Ringo Starr? Oh, you suck. You failed at Beatles all around today. Oh, is that a Beatles member? Okay. Jeez. Um, and the answer is no. He's just a squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. All right. Five. Tyler Kerr asked, "Have you ever had a pet rock?" Um, a pet rot or a pet rock? Rock. Oh, why do I have a pet rock? I don't know. Never you, had a pet. You use rock all the time in rock paper scissors. <laughs> no, no, I've never had any pets. All right. Jay Sami seven 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 asks. If there was a fire and you had time to solve one puzzle, then die, what would you solve? How, what a depressing question. Um, I would solve the Riemann hypothesis. The what? Uh, never mind. I don't even know if I pronounced that right. Carry on. Someone will oh. find that funny. Probably. Was that a math thing? Yep. Okay. Is it one of those math things that people give prizes for? Yeah. Okay, okay. Tyler Kerr, why do you watch so much Harry Potter? What? I don't. Really? Then why do you ask that question? Because he's insane. <laughs> wow, this episode's full of... Man, Tyler really likes sending in questions. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Ask quick fire questions. Oh, is that it? Yeah. I feel cheated. You kind of sucked at them all, but yeah. God, the first question was so hard, it's like, <laughs> make me laugh. Uh, I, uh, I should have told a joke. Uh, I've got a joke. Do you want to hear a joke? Go, go for it. What's the difference between an orange? What? I what don't know. Doesn't. I don't get it. How can you not get that, man? What's the difference between an orange? Think about it. You'll get it. What's the difference between an orange? I don't yeah. understand. You'll 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 be sat in your bed tomorrow and you'll you'll suddenly realize and you'll feel like such an idiot. Okay. Anyway, that's quick fire questions and uh you can send those in at qcastpodcast.com by following the link on the right side of the page. And uh we can always use more questions and they're a lot of fun to answer. And uh you can always ask the guest questions and stuff and yeah. Do it. And the next thing is the puzzler. Woo! What's the puzzle gonna be? Oh, John Johnson makes a return. Do we wanna? Let's read it. All right. Do you want me to read it? Or do you wanna read it? Go for it. If you wanna. Yeah. Uh, John Johnson was browsing through a box of tools filled with hammers, screwdrivers, and etc. When he came across a package of plastic numbers, uh, I should have read this out before I read it. The package contained a, a zero. Five one 
two two, a three, a four, a five, two sixes, a seven, and an eight. What are these numbers used for? Yeah. So let's read out the numbers again. The package contained one zero, five ones, two twos, a three, a four, a five, two sixes, a seven, and an eight. And what are they used for? Plastic numbers. If you think you know the answer, go send your quest, uh, send your answer to cubepuzzler at gmail.com or go to the website cubecastpodcast.com and follow the link to send in your answer. And you might be chosen to win some Lubix prizes. It's cool, yeah. And yeah. Cool. And I guess it's time to get out of here. Let's do the outro. Our website is www.cubecastpodcast.com. Go there to find all the updates on the show and to download everything. And yeah, um, subscribe to the show on iTunes and Zoom. Uh, send, leave us five-star iTunes reviews and uh, we'll mention them on the show for you. It's really cool whenever you get some reviews. And uh, send your questions, like quickfire questions, general questions to the guest, and voicemail attachments to cubecast.gmail.com. And if you think the show is worth donating to, you can always donate on the right side of the website by clicking the donate button. We could always use more money for the show. And wow, dude, dude I freaking kicked ass at that. What, the ending? Yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah, it was good. You didn't stumble much. Yeah. But now you've got to think of how to end the show. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Oh, the next guest. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, you screwed up. Oh, man. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next guest is going to be Joey Gooley. We're going to, you know, what? episode one. Yeah, didn't really. Again? Yeah. Uh, We're going to revisit. Buddy. Our first revisit. <laughs> it's going to be oh, fun. Oh, I, I, I didn't tell you. Um, What's up? I'm actually going to that competition. Which one? Uh, in Nemo. Oh, with Eric? Yeah, yeah. Oh, when is that? Uh, April the 1st. Oh, freaking kick ass. Yeah, Joey's coming, isn't it? Nice, uh, we, we can talk about it and stuff, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, we can do <laughs> You tired? <laughs> anyway, uh, that does it for us, I guess. <laughs> I wonder how many people have made yawn. <laughs> you almost made me yawn, that's why I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, uh, See you guys next time. Yeah, in a bit. Alrighty, bye bye.